The following program is sponsored by Friends of Life Outreach International. Coming up, Pastor Robert Morris helps you discover your path to financial freedom and learn the best and blessed principles for money matters. So God is looking for someone he can bless because he's got the resources Absolutely. to get the resources, these hurting people, and then he can bless them. It is God who gives power to get wealth. He can bless them with ideas. He can bless them with creativity. He can bless them with raises and promotions to do better at work. Absolutely. He can do that. Betty and I welcome you to life today. Our pastor, Robert Morris, Gateway Church, is with us. We're talking about a path to financial freedom, which most people don't have. Robert Morris wrote the book, The Blessed Life. He's pointed out many times he first started teaching it right here on Life Today. Did he think this truth that God gave him to share and the opportunity to begin sharing it would become so revolutionary that it would become an international bestseller, not just national? that it become messages taught by pastors and priests and teachers all over the world, and that so many lives would be changed in one of the greatest churches in America where some 30,000 people gather every week and they hear truth and they live to give and to bless. What an incredible message. Well, Robert has joined with Jimmy Evans, who is one of the elders at his church, who is a tremendous teacher on marriage and family. Also, Creflo Dollar. Let me tell you, not only is he a gifted teacher, but he helps people break the poverty mentality and learn to trust God and not some other form of Pharaoh. Creflo is an incredible communicator. He is a mission-minded pastor. And these men have joined together to teach your path to financial freedom. Listen to the subheading, the best and blessed principles for money matters. I want you to welcome our pastor and one of the teachers of this material that I pray you get an audio and video plus the books that we're offering because I can promise you it will change the rest of your life when you learn the path to financial freedom. Would you welcome Robert Morris to life today? Robert, That's glad you're here, buddy. I'm glad to be here. All right, we, we cannot begin to cover the material that's here. And that's why we ask everyone to get it on audio and video. As a matter of fact, you can even get it, and this is the thing that's so amazing, uh, that this little flash drive, that you get audio and video right there. So you can get the whole thing, and, and it's amazing how people are using that. I don't know how to use that, but I'm your, told people my age are learning how to do it. Our grandchildren can teach you. Our grandchildren will all They can. They can definitely show us. All right, you. You have. I have watched you, pastor a church, in a community that would normally be considered the most difficult to reach, especially when they have, in many instances, been successful. And we've got all levels of people attending Gateway in all the different campuses. But we have a lot of people who've been, by the world's measure, successful. Those people tend to be pretty self-absorbed, and they don't seem to understand the importance of just releasing what they've got to bless others. But it seems these people got it. And it, it looks like there's an excitement level for all levels, no matter what the income level is, no matter how challenged their circumstances are, no matter how wealthy or blessed they are, they seem to be excited about what you call the blessed life. Yeah. So where does this all start? Is it available for everybody? Can everybody live this joy-filled life 
blessing others and realize the blessing. Is that for everybody? Yeah, it is for everyone. And here's the reason it's for everyone, because Jesus is for everyone. <laughs> and really, you think, well, how can these people who've got a lot, you know, let go of it? And how can these people who don't have enough to even meet maybe their month's obligations learn to tithe and to give over and above and to help ministries and things like that? It goes back to the foundation of grace. Did we earn it or did God give it to us? And that's really what it goes back to. And, and because I believe that the blessed life is based on a foundation that God wants to bless us. He you does. Know, he shows up to Abraham who doesn't know one thing about God really in Genesis 11. And then in Genesis 12, God shows up and says, now this is going to be hard for you to believe, but I did not come to condemn you. I did not come to judge you. I came to bless you. It's absolutely amazing. The father of our faith, and that's what God tells him. I came to bless you, and why? So you can be a blessing. That's where it all starts, Genesis 12. It's amazing It's to the me. father's desire, and he really gave us the immeasurable blessing and the fulfillment of all blessings potential in his son Jesus. Right. So that everything he ever revealed of himself in the Old Testament is standing in front of us, not only to stand in front of us and die for us, but to be raised from the grave and send another of the same kind to live in us so that this living Christ, this incredible blessing of God, the grace you refer to, can be an everyday experience in our lives. And it, it's, it's real. It, this isn't religion. This is so much bigger than religion. It's relationship with the living God. Yeah. And when you get there. Yeah. I think it's pretty yeah. easy to respond to this kind of a father yeah. who loves to bless. Well, and you hit the key word. You said, you said he gave us the greatest gift. He gave. Most famous verse in the Bible. Yep. For God so loved that the world that he gave. gave. Okay. You and I mm -hmm. want to be like Christ. Yep. We've been walking together a long time. Sure. We've uh, accidentally dropped a few golf clubs on the golf course 10, mm -hmm. 10 or 15 feet yeah, from, from us. From some of the top of the tree. That's back, right. Back okay. was before right. I got as spiritual as you. <laughs> <laughs> I would agree with that, but <laughs> I'm joking. But we want to be like Jesus. We married two women that are a lot like Jesus. Oh, yeah. That's for sure. Mm -hmm. Okay. But the, we're the most like God when we give. Absolutely. God so loved. And I love doing it. God so loved, he gave. And you know, you ask me, well, how do all these people catch it? They catch it because I don't preach this give, give and you'll get giving you'll get. You know, if you think about it, I'm going to use a word here and put it in quotations. This is, this is a sign, for, international sign for quotations, okay? <laughs> Why did God invent giving? And I asked a Bible college class that a while back, and, and they said the normal response to support his work. It's not right. Do you really believe God needs us <laughs> to support his work? No. God created giving to work selfishness and greed out of, out of our lives. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the preaching on giving works selfishness and greed what going to get in our lives. Yeah, what going to get giving you'll get, giving you'll get. Mm -hmm. And when we understand, when we give because we want to help someone in need. We want to bless them. We want to help them. It's as if we, we look at our children and we see them sharing. We want to bless them. We mm -hmm. want to bless them. In the same way, when God looks at us and we're giving to give, he blesses us. Well, and it's, it all starts with first fruits. And it starts, you said it's actually started in the garden when you're teaching. It did. I was teaching a series on really freedom, which is one of the things that you and I went through together years ago. 
you helped me to understand we could be free from the enemy, even though we were believers that the enemy was ta attacking us. Right. So I was teaching a series on this and I taught a message which is in this financial freedom series called the first open door. In other words, the first open door to the enemy. And that happened in the garden when the enemy came and said to Adam and Eve, God's holding out on you. He's not giving you his best. And here's what he had said to them. You can have every tree in the garden except this one. This one's mine. And Satan said, no, you need to take what belongs to God. Well, as you look through Scripture, when they did, they opened the door to the enemy. Then their children did the same thing. Abel brought the firstborn, but Cain did not bring first fruits. He opened the door, bitterness, resentment. He ends up murdering Abel. The first open door is to take what belongs to God. And God says all through Scripture, the tithe belongs to me. I, I don't know why he decided 10%. The word tithe is a, comes from a Hebrew word, which means a tenth. I don't know why God decided 10%, but I think I know why he decided a percentage. And this is the reason. It's the same for everyone. doesn't matter if you make 30000 a year or 300000 a year. It's yeah, one penny right. on every dime. I wish the government could learn that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, let's not talk about that. <laughs> so, we so, might backslide. But yeah, that's right. But it, it, it's, it's God saying, will you give me one penny on every dime you make? And what he's really seeing is, am I first in your life? First fruit. Am I first? Will you give me the first penny? You know, when he, he talked about to um, uh, Israel, when they went into the promised land, he said, give me all of the silver and gold from Jericho. Well, you say, well, why did he say all? Because Jericho was the first city. Mm. He said, when your sheep has a lamb, give me the first one. Why give the first one? Because you don't have any more. You only have the promise some more. It takes faith to give the first one. Does it take faith? He doesn't say, wait until your sheep has 10 lambs and then give me one of them and you can give me the one that keeps getting in the garden. You know, he doesn't say that. He says, you give me the first one. That takes faith. So to me, this is so important for us to understand that when we receive income, we give that first 10% to the Lord. And by doing that, here's what the Bible says, the other 90% is blessed or it's redeemed out from under the curse of this world system. Do you think that is in a way a test that God gives us? Are we going to choose him first? Is he going to be first in It is life? a test. That, the number 10 actually represents testing through the Bible. You remember God tested Pharaoh's heart with 10 plagues. He tested, a lot of people don't know this, Israel 10 times in the wilderness. Daniel was tested 10 days. There were 10 virgins that were tested in Matthew 25 with oil or not. There are 10 days of testing in Revelation 2. So it's all through Scripture. But here's the amazing thing. It's a two-way test. Because in Malachi, God says, test me. Test me and see if I will not open the windows of heaven for you and pour out such blessing there will not be room enough to receive it. What I think that means is you'll be able to give to others. You won't just be able to help yourself and your family. You'll be able to help others. And then he says, and, and, that's kind of like, you know, if you call right now, <laughs> it's a bonus. <laughs> yeah. And I will rebuke the devourer for your sake. Well, there's a devourer. And a lot of people who never catch this, and this is what's in the teaching, can't go into it all right now. Creflo teaches it, Jimmy teaches it, I teach it, and we go into a lot more principles than just this sure. one principle. But the point about this is a lot of people never understand that they never get ahead. Because it seems like every time they start to get ahead, something else breaks. That's the devourer. 
And yet God wants to rebuke the devourer mm -hmm. for our sake, he says. I wish we'd just learn that, that if, if we do put him first and let him direct our thinking and our decisions, those decisions multiply also because we make the right decisions, the best decisions. When we make a wrong decision, he shows us the way out, how to correct it and how to be restored from the loss of an incorrect decision. If, if our nation could learn, and I'm, I'm just sitting here listening to you and I'm thinking, we have tremendous needs. We have poverty here and all over the world. The thing that happens on the mission field that's unique to what is not happening here in the United States, as an example, when we give to the needy overseas, through the mission efforts, there is a compassion connection. Somebody is involved. The giving to support that work is an expression of compassion and care. It goes with a prayer. There is something supernatural happening. When you wait for some entity, some trust point other than God, I call it another form of Pharaoh. I call it a source other than God. When you depend upon that, it dismisses any need for a compassion expression because you've got an expectation level. You've got an entitlement level and you're waiting. And you never assume accountability or responsibility because there's no oversight. You know, the Bible actually teaches we start with that 10, but in the New Testament through Christ, you actually make him overseer of the 100%. So he's not just looking out for the 10% you released to him, but you've now turned the whole 100% over to his watch care. If we would let God direct all the wealth that's been created, and the worst thing the wealthy people could do with the resources they've created would be to give it to the federal government. Matter of fact, the less of it they give, the better off, the smarter they'll be. The dumbest thing they can do will be turn their wealth over to the government because they don't have a compassion connection. They have manipulation and domination and everybody's in bondage. But what the people could do who are wealthy is what I see people doing at our church and other places. They look out, they see a need, their heart gets involved, they get involved, they bring the wisdom and the brilliance of what enabled them to create wealth to the table for people who never had and suddenly those people are elevated not by just receiving, but by also becoming productive and creative. You can see a miracle unfolding. Don't you yeah. believe this is the will of God even yeah. for this nation and the nations yeah, of the absolutely. world? Absolutely. And when you when you really go to the heart of the matter, Deuteronomy 8 says it is God who gives power to your absolutely. wealth. Absolutely. It is God who gives good ideas, right? creative ideas so to, to everybody. To it. everybody. To the to the to the housewife that starts a cupcake. Absolutely. Company. It is God mm -hmm. Who gives power to get wealth? So think about this. Here, here are all these hurting people. Here's God with all the resources. He hurts for these people, mm -hmm. but He works through people. And they need to be hurting for these people. Yeah, this is yeah. this is the solution to yeah. all the dilemmas that we That's face. It. So God is is just He's just looking for a steward. Right. He's looking for someone He can bless because He's got the resources Absolutely. to get the resources, these hurting people, and then He can bless them. It is God who gives power to get wealth. He can bless them with ideas. He can bless them with creativity. He can bless them with raises and promotions to do better at work. Absolutely. He can do that. And that those are the principles that we teach. When you asked Creflo and Jimmy and I to come together and will you teach this for to help people, this got me so excited because I know if people learn God's Word in the area of finances, it'll change your life. This is a supernatural awakening we're praying for, and a lot of it does begin by getting supernatural wisdom to be able to manage our finances. It really does, because Jesus said, where your treasure is, there your heart is. Absolutely. And we really want our heart to be in the kingdom. We want our heart to be in the kingdom. 
but we're so in bondage by the world's principles and the world's way of handling money that we don't understand this, so it actually affects our heart. Mm -hmm. And when God can get to our heart and touch this, and all of a sudden there's a release of, a, of the resources mm -hmm. that we have, it brings such a change in our heart. There's such joy in giving, seeing a need, and meeting that need has to be the greatest joy that we can have in this earth. <laughs> Do you like what Robert's sharing? Do you like this truth? <laughs> I'm asking you to get this series and uh, give us an opportunity by joining together incredibly gifted anointed teachers who have helped so many people find liberty in money matters because it does matter. And the mismanagement of it is costing us all. And we're practicing a form of stealing by passing debt on to our children and to yet to be born children. I mean, it's stealing, it's taking from them in order to do things that we could do together if we would do it right with wisdom, not Pharaoh, but with wisdom together. I, I'm encouraging you to get it. Now, here's what we're asking you to do. Make a gift to help us touch a life. I want you to look in on a setting that demands God's love. And he addresses every situation with his love expressed through the actions of his people. We express his heart and extend his hands. I want you to watch this. Being a parent and raising healthy children can be a real challenge when you live in a country where roughly 42% of children under the age of five suffer from malnutrition. If you add to that an illness and extreme poverty, a parent can feel truly hopeless. Parents Balram and Uramala have five children. Balram has been suffering from a form of leprosy for about six months and is unable to work. सब मिल जाते टाइम पे तो रुकी सुगर रोटी खाते हैं और क्या राव रबड़ी रबड़ी बना के खा लेते हैं रबड़ी कैसे बनाते हैं मांग में करते हैं बेचारे वो है तो सोम देते हैं दिन में एक दो बार रोटी उन्हें तो भी भूखे रहते हैं Uramala has to take care of her sick husband and try to find enough work to pay for food for her children Families like these are the poorest of the poor. And they are exactly who Jesus was talking about when he instructs us to care for the least of these. I can still remember when I heard the crucifixion message and I heard about him putting vinegar and gall in the mouth of Jesus when he was thirsty and said, I thirst. I remember saying as a teenager, Betty, Jesus, I would give you water. I would not do that. 
And I have been able, with your help and the help of others like you, to give millions of people water. And we have been able to give millions of people food. One year ago, I asked you to help us begin feeding in India, where we have had a mission film outreach, winning millions and millions of people to Christ for years. Ocean of Mercy, a film on the life of Christ. But now we ask you, would you help us start feeding? One year ago, we're feeding 5,000. We ask you to help us begin paving the way to have a food factory in India. Now then we have the land, we have begun the process. We can go from feeding 5,000 to 50,000 if we can complete this food factory. We're asking you to help us do that. Yes, we're praying for a miracle. As we end the year and begin the new year, we're asking God for a miracle that you will be a part of releasing the river of God's love and helping us see what we're doing now multiplied 10 times. Let me give you an example. We want you to receive this teaching material because it'll bless you. It could change everything about your life and people you know and love. It really can because you're going to pass this on. You won't be able to keep it to yourself. It's too good. It has too much high impact potential. We're asking for a gift of $40 and get the audio and video. You make a gift of $120, you get the audio video and the books that we talked about. And remember, there's a flash drive. If you make a gift of $1,200 and at year-end giving and beginning a new year, some of you can make a very sizable gift. Some of you can do more, more than that. We're going to send you the beautiful glass sculpture, the blessing, which is what we're being. But here's what I want you to understand. You take that $40 gift or $120 gift, it's effect will be multiplied 10 times. It would actually have like a $400 effect. Uh, $120 would have a $1,200, $1,200 like $12,000 effect. In other words, we're going to go from $5,000 to $50,000 that we can care for. I mean, we're actually contributing to Mother Teresa's prayer. But when you see a need, you meet it. When you're being Jesus to those people, and you're doing it to Jesus, what an incredible opportunity. Thank God for the inspiration that she had on all of us as a caring, loving person. Can't we take the inspiration that we see in others and say, God, release that kind of love through me? I believe you want to. We want to help you gain financial freedom because that's God's will for you. He wants to bless you. He wants you to be able to bless others and experience the blessing of blessing. Would you help us? Would you go right now? Help us touch those lives and build that center that food factory. You go to the phone, take your bank card, use it like a check. That's how you should always use them, like checks. Make the largest gift you can. Would you do that, please? Or you can go to lifetoday.org, and as many people are doing today, make your gift online. It comes in immediately. Thank you for doing that. You're going to be blessed with what you hear and what you see, and most of all, what you apply as you learn the blessing of blessing and releasing that flow of God's blessing on others. Father, I pray everyone watching will bless someone today as you direct them in Jesus' name. Thank you for going to the phone. Thank you for going online. Thank you for making the gift God puts on your heart, even if it seems to be a challenge. Thank you for doing it. Hunger, malnutrition, starvation, all global concerns, especially for children and for the families who have to watch them needlessly suffer. With your support, LIFE will complete construction on our first food factory in India. Once completed, the factory will go from producing 5,000 meals per day to 50,000 meals per day, helping to feed 10 times more hungry children. That means your gift of $40 will have a 10 times impact of $400. A gift of $120 will have a 10 times impact of $1,200. 
and your generous gift of $1,200 will have a 10 times impact of $12,000. With your gift of $40 or more, request the audio and video series, Your Path to Financial Freedom. In this series, Jimmy Evans, Preflo Dollar, and Robert Morris team up to deliver real answers for your financial freedom from a biblical perspective. The package, available in CD and DVD or optional flash drive, also includes Jimmy Evans' booklet, Blessed and Financially Free. With your gift of $120 or more, you'll receive your path to financial freedom, along with Robert Morris's book, The Blessed Life, and Creflo Dollar's book, The Holy Spirit, Your Financial Advisor. Finally, please consider a gift of $1,200 or more and have a final opportunity to request our commemorative glass sculpture, The Blessing. This is the last week. Please call, write, or make your gift online today. But the worst thing that financial stress does is it opens the door to the devil. And the devil begins to come into our lives. See, any time that there's financial lack in our lives, the devil does several things with that. The first is, is he accuses God. And he'll say something like, God doesn't care about you. He really doesn't. He cares about other people. Actually, you're being punished. You're being punished for something that you haven't done or, or something that you did. And the devil loves to come and accuse God. And then he accuses us of being losers, of, of being less than other people. And you'll never, you'll never succeed. You'll, you'll never succeed financially. You don't have what it takes. And then he turns us against people that have what we want. This is my, the whole objective for me teaching this series is to get you ready. In fact, I want to announce to you that supernatural happenings will begin as you sit here and listen to this sermon this morning. Y'all don't understand what I'm saying. See, while you're sitting here listening to this sermon, God's going to begin to produce some infallible proofs to let you know that what his prophet is about to release is of him, and you're going to walk in a way that you've not walked in before. Now, don't you look at success based on how much more money you're going to get. There go, there's other areas of success. Watch the peace that comes over you. Watch what happens in your relationships. Watch what goes on in your body. Watch what goes on in your mind. Watch what happens when you sleep. See, if you're going to work, God's going to rest. But when you start resting, God's going to work. Well, Betty and I just say thank you so much. And you remember, you're going to also receive Robert's book, uh, Forward by James Robinson. <laughs> you know what? I'm glad I got in on the front end of encouraging this blessing. I want to share it with you. I do want to remind you, remember your year-end giving right now is very special for you. Beginning the new year, very special. Let's do it the right way for the glory of God. Would you join Betty and me saying thanks to Pastor Robert Morris. Robert, thank you. Thank you for being a great pastor and a great friend. It's a joy to sit out and listen to you preach. It's a real joy to watch thousands of people blessed to become a blessing and get an even greater blessing. Thank you so much for watching. Thanks for blessing others.
Happiness comes from your comfort, your conditions in life. But joy comes by what you know. Find your path to financial freedom tomorrow. Life Today is made possible by the supporters of Life Outreach International. Your gift will be used exclusively for the exempt purposes of life. The ministry features specific outreaches as examples of the programs it supports and conducts. Gifts are considered to be without restriction as to use unless explicitly stipulated by the donor. The ministry is a member of the ECFA.